Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast explosion that works hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to Lockheed and Henry Peter Grinch. My name is Ashley Hobley, joining me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. It is I, and we may have found like the most meta episode of a TV show ever. Maybe. Joining us as well, Astonishing Dill Blight. Between this show and the rewatch we have happening at the moment, I n- next podcast to record, I think you just need to give me a figure of how many characters are in Marvel, because then I can do the maths at what episode you start repeating yourself. <laughs> oh, the, like how, the characters are the same, infinite. Yeah, yeah the characters are infinite. No, that, no, come on, you'll run out of it. No, we'll just be with some random person that's a part of a case. I'll mention <laughs> them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that one person Iron Man once saved one time. If you want, to, if you're, if you reckon you're that good of a, well, Marvel depends on how long we go. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy one of those. <laughs> well, these bu- movies are gonna be going until we're all fucking dead in the grave. We so have to be- buy one of those Marvel encyclopedias here. Yeah. <laughs> Invest in the in the future of the show from the from the news agency at four, fourteen ninety nine every fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yep, we're talking about One Division again, episode four. Directed by Matt Shankman, uh, written by Bo Back, Esma Jami, and Megan McDonnell. Uh, description currently on Disney Plus uh, is two superpowered beings living ideal suburban lives suspect that everything is not as it seems. Let me give you my description. Find out what the fuck is up this episode. <laughs> there, 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 how's that? It, there, got it? Yeah, it is very <laughs> much a pretty much find Can out what most of what it was happening uh i guess my initial well let's start with how'd you feel about the episode overall uh loved it oh i'll, I'll say uh other unlike these last couple of ones we've done we are two three hours removed from the actual episode airing so uh, a bit yes. more fresh uh less thought is going into this and that's less fine research. Th- 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 that's how i prefer to do this let's be yes. real so just- um Loved it. Awesome. Great. I got here's here's why I like it. There was a moment, and I can, I and because we're recording right after we after I watched it, I can pinpoint and remember these sort of things. There was a moment where Kat Danning's character, whatever her name is, Doctor Whatever, I can't remember. There was a moment where she first arrives Darcy. at the Darcy there. There's a moment where she first arrives at the site, right? And she's like stepping out and the the sword dude comes over and he's like, Your place is over there. It was around all of that that I had a feeling go through my mind that I probably haven't had watching a Marvel movie for a long time where I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm all in. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I really don't know how to explain it. Like I had a feeling at that moment where like just seeing the pieces, like s- starting to come together now, just being like, Oh, this is good shit. And it's not even like, this is Marvel good shit. Like if this was just any other sci-fi show or, um, you know, anything like that, I would just, at this stage, I'd still be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, this was a fantastic episode of of both tying in or helping to slowly explain what we've seen in the last three episodes, but then also just doing some really crazy small things of building the building the MCU. Like, I, I really do feel like this this episode was the one where I was like, holy shit! Like, the next phase has started here, and a lot of that's to do with because we're actually outside of the television world stuff and like getting to spend so much time with sword and seeing all these characters it, it tr- this episode made me feel like this is actually the start of the next phase like what it's happening now okay kieran how'd you feel about the episode 
literally the start of this episode, like while we were kind of catching up, and it, it got it struck me um, at the point of the agents like starting to like write things on the whiteboard about like, and I'm like, oh my god, this is just us. This is what we've just been doing for the last like, three episodes. Like, yeah. this is so fucking. There was a part where he wrote on the wall. He's like, "Is it's Vision a- alive or dead?" Yeah. And when he wrote that, I, I had the exact same thought. I was like, "Wow, this is just us podcasting." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is just the viewers. Like, this is that's why I said it was so meta. It's like just because everything with it is just all these outside characters are just building up. Um, everything like are just building up all the clues and kind of putting things together. Um. Watching that opening scene with the shots in the hospital of returning from the blip is something I didn't realize I needed so badly in the MCU to be filled in and given context, and that shit's insane. Like well, that, when you see got, it, you're like, "Wow, I never thought about that." Actually, like, well, never- we had a taste of it in Home, no, Far From Home, but that was played more to a comedic effect than it was. Yes. yeah, not like this. This not was like, like this. holy shit, people all in a hospital just. Very tight space, so, obviously. Again. Co- sort of claustrophobic. Yeah. Marvel, hit us up. We want to do that five-year gap TV show. Series. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the blip. But there's so many There's so many things where I'm like, it made me just sit there and think, I'm like, man, what if you were driving a car at the time of the blip, right? Are you, what? right, right? Just the question is, do you reappear inside the car or do you reappear in the location the car was last in? Location the car was last in. The car so would just, just step going. So yeah. so that means if you just re-blipped in the middle of a highway where there was a fucked on a car, so you would instantly Ooh. just get hit by a car. Potentially. Potentially, <laughs> yes. Very unlucky. Yeah, very unlucky. No, it's interesting. It was it was something very interesting. Um I've never been instantly spooked as badly as I was when Dead Vision flashed into like the shop for a second like towards the end with Wanda I was like the fuck that is not something I even processed of being a possibility of seeing like the dead lifeless corpse of Vision but um no I think this episode was fantastic I think they did a great job I'm really surprised that they filled in a lot of the kind of outside blanks if that makes sense like if they they filled in what was happening outside of the um, well, it's good, right? Because this is like halfway. So now it's like, okay, we'll catch us up on this information at the halfway point. And now we know that going for the rest of the season, you're like, okay, well, what like, the fuck's like, happening now? <laughs> like, it just kind of gets me like, not only, okay, how much time are we now spending with Wonder and Vision for the rest of the season? Because I thought we'd be spending a lot more and we'd have a lot more episodes going one by one, going through different eras. But that seems to possibly be kind of run its course now and maybe we see some through like a third person perspective of like the people looking in um and also towards the end like vision vision was noticeably kind of uneasy about the situation or kind of Mm -hmm. noticeably looked like he was playing along with the situation and was somewhat worried or not so uh comfortable with what was going on which i thought was fantastically interesting because um even him being uneasy around Wanda is makes kind of some really interesting interactions between the two of them. Yeah. Uh, I really love this episode. I thought it was amazing. Obviously just really enjoyable. Obviously our first look outside of the, the sitcom bubble, I guess we can call it, um, that Wanda's made. Um, I think it's interesting. The implications or the small things you can take away, obviously sword, um, uh, created or headed by uh, who's it? Monica? No, no, that's uh, the Maria her Rambo. Mom. 
who was yeah. in who was Carol Danvers' friend in Captain Marvel. Uh, so I guess we could assume that after the events of Captain Marvel, Sword was created. Well, I'm see. I'm t- I'm gonna say or slash hope that it would be cool if Captain Marvel two, uh, they could set it up that, like, set the air, the, the plant the seeds there of her her creating sword. You know what I mean? Like in that movie, because I, I really don't feel like that there's enough off her, what she goes through in the first Wait, one for her to c- come back my down. Mind. And- like that is yeah okay that puts a lot of things in line now that I hadn't really. Because we've never what? heard of Sword before, so... Yeah, because it's a secret organisation. Well, yeah, I guess no, not like, so it, secret, it, but... I, it definitely was a big piece of the puzzle to say that her mum straight up created it, but, but I'm... The, I'll be honest, the main reason we haven't had Sword is because they were tied to X-Men. And since yeah, they've got the yeah. rights back, they can do Sword. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, because Sword's going to be a big... Thing going forward, I'm going to say it makes more sense for them to plant the seeds about it in Captain Marvel two, and not just have it be a thing that she's created between the first two Captain Marvel so. movies. No. Why not? I, don't, I Why? just don't think they're going to go back in time with Captain Marvel. I think next Captain Marvel is going to be modern day. Do you know, have they even confirmed that? Like the time period? No, no, I don't think so, I don't think so no. but. Well, you got well we Marvel do know series, that right? that uh, Monica Rambeau, played by Tiana Paris, is going to be in the sequel. So, okay, we so. that gives you a little bit of time leeway because obviously she could have been part of Sword prior to. Well, she was p- part of Sword prior to oh. uh, Infinity War, so they could have made contact with Captain Marvel before then. But I can't imagine. It got the yeah. impression that Captain Marvel didn't come back to Earth till Nick Fury. Put that, yeah, d- yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, the other thing I'll, I'll say that I thought was a little pr- prudent little bit of information there is we kind of have a rough idea where the series is taking place now because obviously yeah. it starts with the the D blip or whatever you want to call it, D dusting, uh, and then when she heads to Sword Headquarters, the guy says like, weeks. something, some line about it being a couple of weeks or whatever. So th- that means Captain Marvel is uh, sorry, Wonder Vision is taking place roughly a couple of weeks after. The end of uh, the end of the big battle of Endgame, I guess. Yes, right, you know what I mean. So it's very close to the end of Endgame, yeah. Uh, Which is pretty big because you're like, well, how the fuck? Like, it just brings up a lot of questions. Like, okay, like, well, you why? just battle Thanos, and then why is Wanda just pissed off to this buttfuck nowhere town? This obviously, middle that's of New Jersey. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, I think another big piece of the puzzle there is obviously they they sort of plant this red herring of. The uh, FBI agent whose name I oh, fucking what is his Jimmy name? Jimmy Woo played Jimmy by Jimmy Woo, Ran, by, uh, Randall uh, Park. Yes, uh, he plants that little seed about the, uh, him coming there to look for uh, a someone uh, a, a missing person in witness informant. protection or something. Yeah, witness protection. Yeah, yeah, which obviously is going to be important going forward. But you're like, okay, if he's there for that, how did Wanda end up here? Li- like so quickly after the end Endgame event, you know, like such a, a random town. The, yeah, and who's the informant? Yes. I'm guessing it's Catherine Hart because she was the only one not put on the whiteboard. Yes. The, well, yes, because... Oh, that makes so much well, sense. And, yep. and if she was, then it's it's very much like, why didn't they show us in the in the episode? Because they, they made a point to make sure to show they were putting all these people on the whiteboard. But yeah, yeah she definitely was not there. Or the only other question uh, thing I'd throw out for that is... Um, 
Oh no, you did see her in the episode. You did see. I was about to say, is it because you know how when you when you when they're watching the episodes in this episode, yes, it, they seem different. They they were different to the episodes that we were actually watching, which is another there big was question I have. Extra Edits. footage. Yeah, well, there was extra, extra footage, footage and, they, and then stuff obviously was edited out. Was edited out, yeah. So I was going to say, what if she, like she was being edited out? Um, but we did see her for at least one shot. I remember now. What Catherine Hahn? In, yeah, they showed. Yes, the, 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 uh, where the pineapple, the pineapple from the first yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't know. Uh, yeah, so there's all that with sword, obviously setting that up. Um, obviously, we get Jimmy Woo played by Randall Park from Ant Man. We'll say great character development. Got that card trick. Got the cards. I was about to, yeah. As soon as he did that when he pop. showed up, yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, you really got that down. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call next level character that's, development. <laughs> yeah, that's that's world building. That's what that is. <laughs> uh yeah, and then we got Kat Jennings back as Darcy Lewis. Uh full on astrophysicist now. Uh gave up a political science major. Um like pulling on the threads. Uh, so then, she's, she was real funny in this episode, by the way. Yeah, I, she's I, great. I enjoyed all but of her back and forth with it everyone was, It's nice that now she's no... Because in whenever we've seen her in the past movies, she's been the comedy relief in terms of... She's there... Like, it's been, thought, too, she started to be have some kind of knowledge of what was going on and be able to assist in that way. I felt this time she was good... She had a good equal amount of... No, of comedy, but at the same time, she was figuring out what was going on. She was figuring was, everything out, yeah. Well... The the problem in the Thor movies was they introduced her as being a, a scientist as as much as everyone else in that in that room, but then obviously because the show focused on Natalie, um, whatever, what, what's her name? Um, Jane. What's the character's name? Jane. Because 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 the the show focused on Jane Foster, then quickly you never see Kat Dennings do anything, even though they're yes. like, well, she's a scientist too, so she's just kind of sh- shoved aside, never really did much. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. She figured out mysteriously that there's radio waves coming from it makes sense bubble. when like when that I, I obviously i don't know, know really anything that she's talking about but <laughs> in the way that they explain it in the show it's, it's one of those things like, where yeah. as you're listening to it you're like that does make sense like she's like oh they're sending out these signals that means it could be this and she plugs it into something and then she like it all makes as yeah. weird as it is to say it makes sense given <laughs> she is literally streaming <laughs> a, an old-timey yeah. 50s tv show like it makes sense within the the context of what's happening. Okay. <laughs> I I love the moment she was lifting that heavy kind of computer or device up, and she like the she's guy like, oh, just don't help there. Me. She's like, she's like, I'm okay, I'm good. Like, just <laughs> don't help. Uh, it's just great comedy throughout the episode. I'm when she was crying at the baby or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then the guy like invested. looks at her and she's like, I'm infested. <laughs> <laughs> she's so good. And then Jimmy, uh, thinking she's asking if he wants kids. Yeah, just offering like, chips. chips. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, and then, obviously, some of the weirder stuff in the shows. Well, yeah, some of the weirder stuff uh, in the show so far has been explained. The helicopter that we saw that was colorized was one of the sword drones that they've been popping in constantly. Nothing to do with Iron Man. Um, then they edited out the cut blood scene that after they talked into the radio. Obviously, you were right. It was Randall Park talking on the radio. Uh, and then what was the other? The beekeeper, like, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Was Which yeah. Was just a sword agent. The sword agent, yes, going through the sewers, cleanest sewers I've ever seen. Yeah, but they they clearly Untouched. they also clearly explained well not clearly but they sort of explained that once you go through the bubble, 
that you are just under this spell or, or, or what have you. Like your your clothes are changed. We see it for the beekeeper the most clearly, obviously. We see his clothes literally change as he's going through that. But then I'd also say for the like for the helicopter, it's like, okay, like why only half of it changed? There's some interesting yeah, why is there questions still about like why is there a little bit of color on that and uh didn't fully change or what have you. Um and then you know, I was talking last week about if um uh Geraldine slash Monica whatever character you want, yeah. <laughs> playing her whatever. uh was discussing if she was playing along or pretending to be the sword agent and I again I'll give myself a pat on the back because I was saying how like she was just under the spell but she didn't even realize she had the necklace on because mm-hmm. I still think that her her clothes and everything are kind of created from a deep part of her mind or you know what I mean Sub- subconsciously to, or what to fit and mm. she had a sword necklace on because she works with sword but she wouldn't have even known that she had that well, on it until just replaced Wanda the, pointed out it just replaced badge. her sword ID her badge, badge. Yeah, yeah that she had on when she went in there and I think it was we we're on the money with the fact of, uh, uh, well not even on the money I guess because I thought she was going in under the pretenses of she kind of had some understanding of what was going on inside and like but she's no, just unlucky accidental. as fuck like pure like not only did she just get recovered from the blip, but then she finds herself wandering into a uh, town that forces her to have a Yeah, I guess the interesting thing for me would be what was her life like inside there? Because as they were saying, the characters inside the thing were saying she doesn't have a home. It's interesting if like she would just read aimlessly wander when she wasn't on screen, or just more details. I would presume about- so. Yeah, yeah, they just never showed it on the show, They're probably, just, or she just stood yeah. somewhere. That that was the other thing I thought interesting, like. Because there was like a point in this episode where I was like, these are half hour episodes, like what's happening throughout the rest of the day. But then uh, Kat Dennings had that one line about watching several episodes before they'd even got to episode two in the real world. And I was like, okay, so we've only seen two, three episodes, but they've seen more happen that we haven't even seen. But again, there's also a reduced time frame as well, because uh, when they first see Geraldine, who shows up in episode two, Randall Park says that was only uh, the lady I met yesterday. So there's also some sort of time distortion within there. But then also at the same time, what's the go with the people on the inside? Because clearly there are some people that understand what's going on. And they're... Well, we've had Herb and I can't remember the other lady's name talking last week in a very kind of... Um, and Catherine Hahn's character, And Catherine Hahn's character, Agnes. Yeah, they were talking like they knew. But then also we had compared them to the blonde head lady and the guy with the stash being kind of living in that world um like as if that was normal for them so mm. it's a it's a i mean like so could we, we've had a couple of examples where people have started to click on and then the, it kind of glitches you know like the one they show in this when they they use the radio and uh you know she's talking at the radio you know can you hear me yes. can you hear me yeah. and then it glitches and then she's like back to normal uh, I'm going to say that maybe if those two are uh, Herb and uh, whatever her name is that you just said, I've already forgot. Agnes. Uh, the, Agnes. Agnes, yeah. Agnes yeah. and Herb. I'm going to say if they are both aware of what's going on, uh, they've clicked onto it by watching these other things and subconsciously they've realized and they've also realized that for for them to stay safe, they've got to keep up me. appearances. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, there's a lot of, I think there's a lot more going on here as well because even though... So the episode ends with Monica's character saying, it's all Wanda, it's all Wanda, trying to point out that She's Wanda, the villain! That she's the villain, that it's all her. But at the same time, 
I think that's a bit of a red herring. I think there is more going on to this a little bit, mm. just because with whoever is censoring the radio waves in terms of cutting things out from the TV shows and stuff like that, I feel like there's more going on to that. That isn't all Wanda. Yeah, um, I agree. But I'm going to say that Wanda is also just wanting to keep this going because she's mm-hmm. getting her perfect little life. And maybe yep. even if, if she, even if she's not the person that caused this and set this up at this stage, she's like, I'm happy to keep yes. this going. Yes. Well, do yeah. you think, do we think the, the wonder at the end of this episode where we actually see what happened between her and Geraldine, we see her kind of have a moment of realization and then she throws Geraldine through the freaking house um, and then closes we'll it say, all up and repairs Interestingly, it. using her powers the way we've seen in yes. all the movies so far. Yeah, exactly. Unlike in this series where she's got kind of- Where she's like a uh, little magic witchy- poo- She's more like be- bewitched than, yes. Yes. than what she's, so, she's been so far. Do you do you think that up until that point with Geraldine, Wanda had allowed herself to be given, fallen under the same kind of amnesia or kind of- allowed herself to be kind of fogged over with what was going on. But now Wanda has a full understanding of what's happening again, and she isn't actually under that um, kind of side of things anymore. I think so, but there's also the beekeeper moment where she full-on rewinds. But that was... But the thing is, the beekeeper moment for me doesn't seem... Where'd that guy go? (laughs) Also, what happened to him? Yeah, what happened to him? Like, we don't know. Is he dead in the source? No. I think the oh, beekeeper moment was only back. the beekeeper moment though for her was probably only a small blip where it was a very subconscious or like kind of innate no, where it was still part of mm. the overall kind of facade where the Geraldine moment where she said Pietro and stuff and actually fully kind of pulled her yeah. out of it. Just sorry, minor enjoyment. When um Wu's character said did they just say Ultron? I was like, that is exactly what people were thinking at that same moment in real <laughs> Last world. Week, like, yeah. like, that was another meta thing where I was like, <laughs> people commenting in the character. Like, this is, and for me, it actually shows, uh, it shows that the writers have an understanding of the audience and has an understanding of who is going to be watching this show. Because we can't be like, we maybe you'd understand a little bit more if people were, if somehow this show was coming out and being made week to week. But no, this has all been made up prior, like pre, like beforehand. Um, so they must have this understanding. And I think it's written really well. Here's my, here's my big one noteworthy thing of this episode. So we've been talking a lot about is Vision alive? Is Vision not, not alive? Uh, can Vision come out of this alive? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, obviously, we see towards the end of the episode that there's a flash of him being dead, and you can take that as that's his true form, or you can take that as simply her having a um, a flash of a, a nightmare or, or what have you. Now, the important thing, I think, in this episode that you could very easily miss is when the beekeeper goes through... The barricade. Uh, he has these little bu- bungee elastic, yes. elastic cord or whatever attached yep. to him. Now that changes when he goes through the barrier, but yep. it snaps and they pull it back through the other side, and it's still kept changed. Yeah, I think that's purposely just, put in there, just like a, Geraldine a is hint. still in her yes in her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, I think, but I think the rope was more interesting simply because. Hers is just closed. You're like, okay, we'll yeah. close, sure, sure. But the the rope thing was a full, like, sort of a physical, changing mani- like, change, re- changing of reality. So 
I definitely feel like that was a, a little bit of a hint or at least to get people thinking like if they can change and come out the other side, okay, does that mean whatever vision is can come out the other side still as as vision? You know, like it's 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 there. That, that these things probably aren't being planted without these yes. meant to raise yeah, these questions. Exactly. Yeah. And also why is it uh why is it a hexagon? Why is it a hexagon shape? You know? Yeah, that, so was, that, that made me laugh. Together, that made me that made me together, laugh so hard when I saw that written on the whiteboard on like questions that we don't care about the answer for and he's like writing it up like it's just uh yeah yeah i'm gonna have to go back and look at that whiteboard yeah i saw a lot of people on twitter last week going on about the hexagons and i was still just like i don't know like i don't feel like it's important (laughs) maybe so a lot of things in this episode are hexagons uh, just fit together really easily yeah well, there's a lot of random things that just, like, I've seen people, I can't remember if it was, like, the calendar date or stuff like this. A lot of it, people are like, oh, this has to mean something, this has to mean something. But then people look it up and they're like, oh, well, that's the day that, like, Wanda debuted. Like, there are, like, just comic yeah. Easter eggs. Not Easter all of them are... Yes, important. To important story. for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, the thought that I had in my mind as this episode was going on was, is this too soon to do this much revealing? I mean, I loved it, but uh, obviously it it just feels like they've given away a fair portion of what the show, the mystery of the show has been the first three episodes. The thing is- Or did they hit the perfect point where people won't lose interest? (laughs) People are going to be more interested. Yeah, I think they've- like subverted expectations because I think as all of us were under the impression that this show was just going to follow some kind of formula of each episode was going to be based on another period of times TV show or something at least up until like the last couple episodes yeah exactly now that we have this and it's completely like I was going into this episode I was wondering I'm like okay does this episode happen inside a TV show episode or does this happen completely outside of the bubble and as a whole it happened completely outside of the town Apart from like moments where it was filling us in, majority yeah. of it was outside the town, which I think is interesting that they're endeavouring with WandaVision to build up other characters outside of it and actually kind of put more blocks in place, which I think is really being dealt well done. Sword being incorporated so well. Um, and this is the point where I'm now going, okay, now that people know that Wanda and Vision are in that bubble shouldn't shouldn't this be the moment where these services start turning to other people from the avengers or pub- people like of yeah. that kind of caliber what are they going to do but <laughs> like, wouldn't they have yeah. a better wouldn't you believe that they would have a better shot like call up Tony when, Stark or I when doctor well, yeah you want to call oh. up Tony Stark, <laughs> you're going to call up <laughs> oh, you call up you call up, call up Bruce Banner <laughs> No, but you could, like, look into Doctor Strange or something, or... Yeah, maybe you'll like, show up next week. <laughs> yeah, like, I just think there is, there is, like, this is the point where you, as these, like, S.W.O.R.D. members, you get to the point where you're like, yeah, fuck that, that's out on my pay grade. Yeah, uh, they, they always like to act tougher than the Avengers. We know, this is this is yeah. a comic trope at this point. Yes, yes, very much um, so. I, see, I, I think... I think this episode will have more people coming back to the show, especially all those people for the first two episodes were like, I don't understand what's going on. What's the point? Uh, all that. And I'm like, fucking just enjoy it for what it is. Just fucking hell. They'll, everyone's going to be talking about this. I'll have friends go, oh my God, this episode, blah, blah, blah. I should definitely give it a go. And I'll be like, oh, okay. And they'll get to this episode now. I'll be like, well, this is how the whole show should have been done. And I'll fucking bitch slap them across the face. But that's <laughs> not the point. Um, I, I think the other thing that 
that's important about this episode is like, not that I doubted this, but if anyone had any sort of doubts about like, oh, are these Disney Plus shows just little side stories? Like, are they not really important? It's like, how can you not be watching this and yeah, be like, exactly. this is this feels just as big as an, and important as the anything MCU. else yeah. in the MCU? You know, it doesn't feel like a, a random little side story where Wanda decides to have some imaginary kids. Like, <laughs> it feels a lot and, bigger than that. <laughs> yeah, and this is an episode that didn't like. I would have been worried about for the show if this episode had come out and answered too many questions. If it not only answered yeah. too many questions, but without providing more questions for without it, answers. And I, I think mean, this episode did that, where it answered questions, but then those answers created more questions and more things that we want to look yeah. into. Yeah, well, the, the thing out. is, like, if you, if you look at where the episode ends, and the episode ends exactly where the last episode ended, um, so we still have as many questions about Wonder and Vision and that side of things as we did at the end of last episode. Um, but this episode just caught us up on what was happening outside. And then if you think about all the people on the outside, they have a million fucking questions because they still have no idea what's going on. So as an audience, we still really don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm going to say <laughs> that ne- ne- I'm going to say next week, I'm going to say the episode, we go back to serial next week. However, after this episode, because we now know what's happening on the outside, it means they can play some of the, invasions or little weird things a little bit differently and less less sort of like oh what's going on they can play them a little bit more direct because as an audience now we actually understand what's happening and what's going on there so that means they can treat the show a little bit differently while still doing the whole serial thing because if honestly if they could make if they'd done that i know we were all expecting that but if they had done that for like seven episodes before breaking at that point we may have been like kind of going Kind of growing a bit tired of just like little, yeah, little, can, little hints so every episode. Like, like explain yeah. what the and then having to explain bit. what happened behind the scenes would have taken. Yeah, and then having to spend the last couple, here. last two episodes just like going really fast to explain everything. Like, like, hey, here's this magic trick we've been doing all season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, in it, in hindsight, this was the perfect point to uh, flesh out the world. I guess. Well, I mean, the, the ultimate truth will be you'll get to episode nine, and then you'll look back and go, "Yes, yep. that was how it should have all played out." Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess quickly touch on the weekly question: What the fuck is happening, Kieran? What the fuck is happening? Wanda is Wanda has definitely now captured a town and actually wiped that using her powers to bend reality. She has wiped that town from existence, from not only the like the the, the from the minds of people around it, but it only affects. Some people, it doesn't affect everybody, like which is the interesting point. Like there are people that can understand that the town is there. I think Wanda is now aware of what, more aware of what's going on, but just putting on that facade. Vision's starting to crack a little bit more and be like, "What the fuck's going on here?" and start asking questions. But I do think there's somebody else taking advantage of the situation or helping wander in this situation i think the this answer of it's wanda is too simple of an answer i think at this point in the show yeah dylan what the fuck is happening uh someone else has caused this event to trap wanda because they want something from her and she's quite happy even though wanda's not aware that this person wants something from her she thinks she's just been given a, a great gift and she's quite happy to to take it but i'm gonna say they want something from her somebody yeah. i think they want the kids yeah, I'm going to say at this stage the kids because obviously the pregnancy came out of nowhere. And what could someone want with some superpower kids? I don't know. 
That'd be crazy concept. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Looks at Wonder and Pietro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm of a similar mindset. Um, be interested. Seeing that dead vision is... <laughs> Is did Wanda create a brand new vision, or is she just animating his dead body? Uh, I don't think it's, it's animating his dead body. I don't think so. That would be super yeah. fucked up, but uh, it's yeah. possible. It's possible. The only thing is, he died five years ago in Wakanda. Is the only drawback to it's this fine. idea. It's fine. She could bend reality and shit. I man. will say also, they figured out that Paul Bettany was Vision real quick, which didn't make sense to me. <laughs> Actually, that is very true because they didn't see him in vision form. They were just like, "This man here." At least not in the vision. shots that they showed you. Yeah, exactly. And you shouldn't um, call him Vision or anything. Yeah, which yeah, which is. Uh, I mean, secret agencies. They may have seen pictures of him in his pretend human form before, because he would have been in, a, that's in it true. a lot. He would have been in it a lot between Civil War and. There would have been Infinity like uh, women's magazines, you know, all the gossip mags. Yeah, well. I don't. You know, but they would have been seen out in public. Like, I got to imagine between Civil War, like Secret Avengers time, like however long that is, now, a year or two between Civil War and Infinity War, right? So while Vision and um, Vision and Black Widow are doing their little secret meetups, you know, that no one's uh, supposed Scarlet to know about. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. sorry. You could have just said Wanda. <laughs> yeah, Wanda and uh, Vision are doing the little secret meetups that no one knows about. You can easily sort of imagine a secret organization like S.W.O.R.D., actually being aware of these secret meetings and keeping track and having photos yes. or this sort of thing. Like, Just you can easily explain people. it that way. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the interesting thing for me going forward is Vision seeming to realise the situation he's in and come, potentially come with the terms that he is no longer exists or he's mm. not meant to exist. Some part Pinocchio. Which I guess is kind of interesting given he was just a sentient AI to begin with yeah so uh, yeah that's I think that's enough talk for this episode of WandaVision um, yeah be sure to go to explosionnet.com in case there's any more news about WandaVision this week if you want to help us out leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser uh, or let people know about us on Twitter uh, you can find all of us on Twitter by going to explosionnet.com slash Twitter Make sure you watch the next episode of WandaVision. If you don't, be honest, you're kind of a fool at this point. Uh, and join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. <laughs>